literally better than I am. Oh, man. Uh, I got some, like, couple random things I want to talk about today. Just some, like, TikTok clips I'm seeing of different podcasts. Damn. My jaw feels loose. What happened? Which one? Isn't there usually a screw right here? No, you're good. I think you're good. I think you're good. What's up, everybody? I'm really tired, and, like, I don't know. I feel like I'm coming down with something. Maybe it was no, the weekend we that get I new arms? These are new, right? Yes. Bro. As of what day? As of, as, of what, as of what show? What day and what show? Like, how many months? Um, two months, probably, bro. Easily. Maybe more than that. I don't know That's what you're... That's fucking hilarious. You're... I'm just noticing, because usually... You know, sometimes where I would no, bring it back, bro. and I would you hit know the... this. We set these up together, and, and I would we hit, got them. Yo, but you know what I'm saying? I would hit the little... You know what I mean? And you know who got them for us, too. So. I do. I, nah, I was just tweaked. It just actually just blew my mind. I'm not even going to lie to you. What's up, gang? How y'all doing? <laughs> How is everybody? Welcome to the All Day Everyday Show with All Day H.A. and Manny Ruffin. We're off to a hot start Wait, today. Wait, am I the only person? Do you guys ever get something new and like don't notice it for like a month or two? Like, no. they do something specific? Really? I'm trying to think of like something that would be... My 56th degree? Um, Didn't know I had, a, had that black 56th degree until I almost lost it. Or that new Cleveland fifty six degree. I almost lost that Paxton. Literally, when I realized I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't practice all winter, but I forgot I got a new fifty six degree. Uh, what else? I could, I could really go How on. How do with you this. not know you have a new wedge? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's terrible. What, like, you see it sitting and up, and like, I literally, literally the lost it. The guys like, "Is this your 56? And I was like, "No, nah, I came." I'm like, "Oh, that's oh mine. yeah." When we played the, other I was like, "I almost lost my fucking wedge." <laughs> You know, tea party. New, speaking of that, new tea parties are coming out really soon. We got some uh, new cargo coming in to help us out with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we got a big show today. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to drop a like, comment, and do not forget to hit that subscribe button. Apple Podcasts and Spotify are are listening um, audio platforms. Make sure to give us those ratings. They do help us go a long, long way. Where is my shit here? We have a bunch to talk about today. Again, we say it every time. We like covering the. Um, some headlines that may not get enough attention as they should. Um, so we got more stuff on John ja Morant. Plenty of stuff on this uh, controversial Devin Haney win over Lomachenko this weekend. Lamar Jackson has some comments on uh, we're going to be doing some less running and more throwing. That should be cool. Yankees and Phillies, obviously, we always do our updates on that. Uh, and plenty, plenty more in the NBA and NHL playoffs. Uh, I want to start off with something funny, though. I see uh, all over my TikTok feed now is, well, before it was Theo Vaughn. You know how, like, he says all that crazy Theo shit. Vaughn. You know who that is. Like, comedian, he has his podcast, and he just says, like, whatever the fuck comes to his mind. Like, could be the craziest shit in the world. Um, is that the dude that's like He's got the goatee If you want to fuck your teacher Is that him? Yeah, 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 yeah That's yeah, him? That's the guy? Yeah, oh, yeah okay, like, okay yeah, Just like the, the craziest he's, shit If you want to know how to threesome Yeah, that's the guy He's funny, he's funny. He, The craziest shit comes out of his mouth So yeah, now yeah, I'm yeah. seeing um, He was on the BFF's pod Which is the Barstool podcast With Portnoy, Josh Richards And Brianna Chicken Fry And He was like, yeah And he was like Low-key flirting with her On that show That was a couple months ago I think and then now, all my feed is now is like clips of when Brianna Chicken Fry was on the Yvonne's podcast. And they're sitting like, I, it's kind of like, it, for me, like, it's kind of like too close. Like, he's sitting this way. She's sitting about where like that camera is right there. But like, it's closer than that. Like, they're, and they're just like, like, it's like locked eye contact for like, I don't know, the two hour podcast or however long it was. I'm like, and like the stuff that he's saying, like he's uncomfortable because 
you can just tell he's like he's normally like saying random shit and like he's just out there and this one he's kind of just like he's moving around all the time like this he's got to fix his this he's fixing his hat and i'm like he just he wants her bad but he doesn't know what to say <laughs> so i just thought it was really funny he got like 800 videos of advice homie might as well hit the yeah script. and he's saying all this random shit i'm like okay oh, you be the same guy and then listen to this shit i saw this clip last night she's talking about you know, he's like, you seem like the boyfriend type. And she's like, oh, yeah, like, I'm just, I am. I like, I, I like having a boyfriend. And she's like, but normally, like, I do, like, the overlap. And he's like, what's the overlap? And he's like, or she, and she's like, well, I'll get a boyfriend. And then towards the end of that relationship, I'll find, like, another one. Mm-hmm. And then they're, like, dating at, like, the same time. And then whatever. Then she pushes that one away. And then mm-hmm. whatever. And then that he's, like, day, looking she- at his producer over here. And he's like, hey, Zach, like. What, what do we refer that to as? Like, what do we refer that overlap as? And she's, and the, his producer, you can just like hear faintly in the distance. He's like, that might be cheating. And then he's like, yeah, like that's cheating. So she's like explaining how she just dates someone in the friend group. And then who the other guy in the friend group, she starts doing it with him and going out with him. And then the other guy's right there. And then Theo Vaughn just being fucking him is like, so do you ever like have them like meet? Like, <laughs> You get he gets in your car after he gets out of yours and they meet each other. Shake hands. And he she literally said that one of the first times that's what happened. I'm like, bro, what? Wait, this is this is normality now. Yeah. I don't. I'm. Yeah. So now I'm just like watching this stuff and I'm like, they did a reality TV show too. Uh, Bianca Chicken Fry and Josh Richards they just finished up their reality show. Hosting the two of them were hosting a reality show for Barstool on the BFS spot like, YouTube. The funny thing is, Josh is the kid with the black hair, right? Yeah, but now it's like, oh, he went from he went to pink, he went to orange, he went to. Uh, okay, never mind. Yeah, I'd be out of the loop with these motherfuckers. These, these, I guess these celebrities these days. Well, so here's the other thing. I didn't even. I don't watch the BFFs podcast. I just like see clips. But one of the clips in suspense was Dave. Dave's contract is running out with Barstool. And he's been saying he's going to do, like, one last big show. He's going to sell out MSG and, like, roast everybody that's ever wronged him, whatever. And then that's it. And then he's done. Hmm. And he's just going to go live on a beach and that's it. And he's been saying, my goal was never to be, like, the president of this and whatever. It's just to get my bag and get out. And now he's receiving some type of backlash with that. Just within, like, you know, fans and comment sections that are like, well, I'm not going to buy your shit anymore. I'm like, I don't think, I think it's weird that he wants to go live on a beach. Bro, if you have that kind of blood, you know what I'm saying? I think Dave Portnoy is at the pinnacle of what people that kind of have that shit coursing through our veins have. A la, like the Rogans, the McAfee's, like people that just want to fucking build their shit to the peak. I don't think you can you can finish that venture. I don't think he can just sit on the beach for the rest of his life. I don't How old so is he? Is he even in his 60s yet? No, he's like early 40s, I That's believe. That's what I'm saying. That's a lot... Like, bro, I think to a point, that's why I think athletes have so much trouble when they quit their sport, like doing shit after, bro. It's in your blood to do something like that. I don't know. You got to put that shit somewhere else. He might just take up golf and become a stick. Like, that is something that people do and just gamble some kind of money on the course, I guess. But I, that motherfucker, the way he built Barstool like that, I I will be shocked if he could sit on a beach from 45 until Till, till he's duly departed and just chill the fuck out. I think the same thing with the two is he's been in this spotlight for so long. But you can do something else not in the spotlight. 
I just think he's the personality that needs to be in the spotlight. And oh, he's okay. Out of that yeah. spotlight. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. There's so many people like that, too. I got to get back on camera. Like, These I idiots are saying this. Like, they're doing, yeah. Exactly. They're doing this show now. Like, yeah, 100%. So, 100%. Yeah. Um, I think we'll see Dave again. Nah, we will see him again. <laughs> I also am just, I'm not. Even I don't if know, he's doing more pizza reviews and shit. Right. I just don't know when, I don't know when the contract runs out, but mm-hmm. like the clip of it was like, so Dave, is the BFF's pod going to continue when your contract runs out? And then the clip just stops. And I'm like, great suspenseful clip. Like, I'm just not going to watch it. But, shit, like, good job. You don't get, you don't get enough praise. <laughs> right, right. Shit, yeah. And a lot of those shows, actually, um, no, like, I, nothing's edited. So, like, mm-hmm. nothing gets cut out. We're the same way. Mm-hmm. Nothing gets cut out. Yeah. But he was like, they were asking if his girlfriend would come on, who's like this young hottie. And they're like, he's like, well, I can't have her on because we're just going to argue and I'm going to need that cut out. But, I can't have that cut out because we're just, you turn it on and you go. So I'm like, all right, man. I mean, I, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm not invested in any of that. It sounds like I am. It's just on my feed and shit's going on. And I, I wanted to with, talk I about Theo Vaughn. I like seeing what Dave's up to. He's built an empire. I wanted to, I like see, to see what, see what, what was on with fucking, with, uh, with, with Theo Vaughn and Brianna Chicken Fry. All right. Uh, so John Morant, we're going to go again week after week. We're still continuing to discuss John Morant. ESPN police conduct a welfare check on Ja Morant after his Instagram stories. For those that have apparently not seen these stories, they're stories of his his mother, his daughter, his father saying thank you, thank you, thank you, and then one of his that says goodbye. Um, I think that's nice that <laughs> uh, you know we're issuing a a welfare check to go. No, what the. I think that's nice. Issue a welfare check because I posted on my story like an emotional 20-year-old. We see this every day. You want to open your Instagram up? It's going to be three charties, five homies that they went through something. Now they posted some shit. Oh, this and that. Yeah, but that's this like, and that. being in the limelight I'm here. I'm taking a break from social media. All right, we got come the fuck No, on. being being in, in this spotlight, you're going to get that. You are you now. Nah, you are gonna get now. Nah, you are now. Nah, you are a hundred and fifty percent correct because he is John Morant, and because obviously he was going through with guns and shit and putting guns to his head and dangling them. Obviously, you are a hundred percent correct. I'm just saying from the normal people that from people I see this shit because Jaws our age. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying Adam Silver don't like Adam Silver. You bring this to an attention. This kid's going through something. He posts on the story. He's like, oh man, yeah, he could be. Ah, oh, fuck, like. You know what I mean? Like let's say if let's say if I go like, let's say if I lose like a really nice job tomorrow and I start posting like emotional shit on my story, my mom's gonna be like, "What the fuck is going on?" Right. But like I think this is just a kid that is living through the social media age and just like you know what I'm saying, just putting a little too much in the story as a lot of us fucking do, and we see this every fucking day. I think he's okay. I think he's just emotional. He can't hop on live anymore and deal with that. I'm gonna post a little story with my family. Tell them I'll thank you. I'm taking a break from social media. That's how I see it. You know what I'm saying? I, thank you, Pop. Thank you, Mom. Maybe I'm sorry for all the shit I pushed y'all through. You know what I'm saying? Thank you, me, my daughter. You know what I'm saying? I gotta take a break from this shit. Obviously, it's hurting my my shit I got going on. That's how I saw it. I think Josh cool. I just that's what I said. Right, right ahead of that. I said, Oh, welfare. Come the fuck on. Well, also, I mean. Well, they do knock on his door. Hey, John, are you okay in there? Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, well, I I also, like, what, what was that first conversation? Like, was it like you knock on the door and like, hey, John, we saw your uh, we saw your Instagram story. Like, it's probably like a phone call or something. 
at the like I like don't get it twisted. Like I I appreciate like they're trying to like look out for job because honestly we all know like mental health series there's a bunch of shit going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I I do appreciate that they're doing that. I just think like the headline and like the picture they're trying to paint as I said in a sh- couple shows before they're going to try to make an example of that boy. That's kind of what I'm like this is where I'm like come the fuck on. Like you guys can do this in a way that but this it's 2023 they won't do that. But like uh, Boys on social media just I think it's a also bit. maybe like gotta, part mm-hmm. of that's catching up to him in a way that's like, hey, Adam Silver again has to make a really tough decision. Yeah, he does. And like maybe all of this is now, yes, he did something wrong, but it's been blown up out of proportion and blown up like this. He could even he could he even was, try to make a PR move. Let me yeah. post some family on my story. Say I'm taking a break. Hopefully they think I'm, you mean, trying to get my mind right now. Right. They're taking it fucking, you know that, and taking it left. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, those were some of the comments on the tweets that I was seeing about it. Mm-hmm. Like, the replies to the tweets were saying exactly that. Like, oh, mm-hmm. Adam, like, you know, Adam Silver, I hope you know that I'm still a family man or whatever. Which right. is, like, like, fucked up to say yeah. because he's just, thank, like, we don't know. But maybe I think, those people. I think that's job. Of all the stuff that's happened in the last six months, I think that's job being himself. Exactly. I mean, me personally. Also, showing a lot of love to his pops every game he's at. Showing a lot of love to his daughter every game he's at. I've never seen him with his mom. But like, goddamn. Even throughout this whole, like, everything with the guns and the suspensions and Mm -hmm. all this, he's probably still only real people he's talking to are his parents. Absolutely. And being around his daughter. But we don't see that. We don't know that. Absolutely. So maybe this is just a post saying, hey, look, like, you know, thank tough you. Tough time we went through. Tough times, and you're with me 100%. every step of the way. You know, and I'm just like, hey, I gotta get the hell off social media. That's probably what it was. Probably. But it's getting blown out of like, <laughs> you know, oh, Adam Silver, I'm a family man. Don't suspend me yeah. for a year, and don't do this and whatever. Mm-hmm. I like again. It, it goes back to your original point from last week, where this is like a, an example that we're trying to make out of John Moran. And, and, and the NBA as a private exi- uh, private organization kind of, I guess, quote unquote, has to. I'm just not going to like the way they do it at all. I think it's really dweebish and, yeah, well, you know, we're praying for you, Ja. 100%. We're the, the, the few that aren't laughing at you, I'll tell you that. Facts. We still understand that it's, it is a serious matter and you have a lot of eyes on you and but all this, you know, I'm not buying your shoe because <laughs> because you held a gun and I'm not, you know, oh wearing your logo God. because of this. Everybody relax. He's the a 23-year-old kid with a lot funny. of money. The shoe was funny. Like, I'm not saying we would be fucking holding guns and shit with that kind of money and all this, like, fame and fortune and whatever. But, like... We we don't know for a fact that Michael Jordan got his father killed, but y'all went through that generation and kept wearing his retros every goddamn day. I don't want to hear it. Facts, dude. I also <laughs> saw, speaking of that, I want to say... And I'm a still wear Jordan. I saw this tweet. I think it was from Front Office Sports. Uh, he bought a Roadster for like three and a half million dollars. And it can <laughs> it can top... It's like one of 30 in the world. And we'll flash pictures of this. But it can it can reach... Uh, it can top 300 miles an hour. What the fuck? And it's one of 30 in the world. And he paid like three to three and a half million for this thing. I fuck with Un-fucking that. Unfucking You know he's a two handicap? Well, did you, you hear see, about his golf swing? course? His golf course. Um, actually, somebody at the club uh has went down and played at not with him, but oh, I was gonna course. say what the fuck. Uh, you your golf carts go like 45, 40 miles an hour. Sick. Um, drones bring out your food and drink to where you are. Um, Michael Jordan's playing. There's like all these a bunch of celebrities there. You got to get invited to go down there. And if if he's playing in the group behind you, you just get the fuck out of the way and you go. The other crazy thing that I heard. What do you mean you can't finish your hole? No, no, no. Like you just you just let him play through. 
Oh, and okay. You get, and you stay the fuck uh, safe. Yeah, you just stay the fuck yeah, away from yeah, yeah. And the other thing I heard is like, people were just like playing random holes. So it's like, some dude could be on one's T box playing like the eighth hole. Right. Like, he's yeah. like, it's crazy. And I'm like, I'm more like focused on like, there is drones. That's that are fucking bringing out your beer I, for you. Like, like, part, the cart, the cart, waiting for the cart girl to come around saves a lot of people. That's all I'm gonna say. But now we you don't have gross. to wait. Yeah, now we don't gotta wait. Like, you can have a bad hole four, chug the white claw, be on five, second shot, call the drone. We get to the putt. And also, those beer. rounds must go like this if our carts are going that fast. Yeah, I mean. So yeah, that was one thing I had to mention. I wonder what the rules are. Michael you Jordan definitely can't ride through the rough going forty miles per hour. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> right. I mean, it better be fairways only. Yeah. Tell you what, <laughs> that's something only we even think about. Okay, yeah. <laughs> no one's saying that. All right, uh, over to boxing pound for pound. We saw the fight this weekend. Devin Haney moves up. Um, does he move up in that controversial win over Lomachenko? Um, and just a little note here obviously everybody knows terrence crawford's number one but let's as we scroll down this list and we see devin haney moving from 10 to 9 and shakur stevenson from last week's fight moving down from 9 to 10 it just raises the question um reporters media fans all over social media up in arms of this you know well he was robbed 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 uh, uh, he was. I'm in agree. Bro, I'm in Loma was minus 500 live going into round 11. I don't know if you checked, but I, I, because I wasn't watching the. Bro, how do you go from minus 500 to round? I round up going to round. There's only two rounds. There's only two rounds to fight. I, listen, now Haney did land more punches and did land and. I think he landed more punches and, and, and landed way more accurately, like, like exponentially more accurately. Um, and when you watch back the highlights and shit, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, Loma had all the highlight moments and shit like that, whatever. Maybe Haney outboxed him. But, oh, well, can we say I, this, I, I, I want to see that one again. I, this, I want to see that one again. Here's the stat I want to see that one again. Mind. This blows my mind. Uh, one of the judges, Dave Moretti, uh, was the only judge... To kid this again from ESPN, Dave Moretti was the only judge to give Devin Haney the tenth round, a round where Haney landed only five punches and seemed to be dominated by Lomachenko. That's when he and that's when he going to the eleventh round. He was minus five hundred. Makes perfect sense. But him, I guess that ref giving him that round was pivotal as fuck. Yeah, because you can see. So, it, like, let's just <sighs> go over our scores here. Uh, Scorecards of one fifteen to one thirteen, one fifteen to one thirteen. And 116 to 112. And the 116 to 112 was Moretti's car because he gave him the 10. Yo, that's fucking crazy. I hope y'all run that back. Um, I don't really have much to say about that. I just want to point that out. I think he got robbed too. But we got fucking um, Spence and Crawford in July. And holy shit. Only time in history. Pound for pound, number one, number two, same weight class. Fighting for it all. That's going to be a motherfucker. And I don't even really know what I'm going to do for that. I'm just going to I'm gonna let my, uh, my boxing homies put some research in for me. Yeah, we're because gonna, gonna, I'm not gonna ride like, somebody, and I'm not, and I'm, I'm being. I know the like, two boxers for real, for real, but I don't really know who I should bet on. Yeah, I, yeah, and I'm I also like not on. as tapped in as like you know. I don't know yet. Other you know big boxing fans are. I'm more tapped in with UFC, and that's no disrespect to boxing, but like this is something that needs. to I should have fucking on. took like, Loma, bro. 
I, I knew when I was looking at the books, I was like, Loma's plus 230. This doesn't make a lot of sense here. I And even when, because when, I'm thinking, bro, when it comes to this boxing shit, we got to really fade the public. Like, you got to really fade nah, the public. you're right. Remember, remember the fucking, remember, oh, was the uh, Ruiz knocked out Anthony Joshua? He was like plus 500 or something crazy. It was, I think it was more than plus 500. Um, I'm pretty sure Deontay Wilder is probably the public bet. In most those, in most and, of those and, fights, and yeah, most, uh, of most of those fights, I assume so. Especially the one, be fading the pub, especially the one when Fury somehow got off. Yeah, yeah, won. yeah, he, yeah. We gotta be fading the pub in these boxing matches. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get a little bit more boxing in when these bigger fights come out. Um, again, we're not like the biggest boxing fanatics, but uh, just had to shine some light. I like on... how it's, I like how it's jumping off right now. Yeah, I it like is. how it's jumping off. Especially, right now. it's getting a lot of attention because every most of the social media feeds that I was seeing. After that fight was like, and even in the next couple of days after, was like, robbed, mm-hmm. robbed. This is a joke. Because we, we, we really haven't had. I mean, we love combat sports. Even yeah. like, think of the biggest pay per view MMA matches. Everyone's watching that McGregor's and the John Jones of the world. And we haven't really had a big those big boxing matches, those big titans in boxing since like Pacquiao and Floyd. And they had that fight way too late. I think people will always starve for it. We just don't have it. And I think right now with, you know, what I'm saying with Crawford Spence and. There's some good heavyweights up there. Canelo. Obviously, Haney Shakur, Ryan Garcia, Tank, all of them. Like, Canelo, holy fuck. I didn't even say that. Like, there's there's a lot of good shit going on in boxing right now, and I do appreciate it. I'm going to tap in. Yeah, I'm right there. All right, so over to some NFL. As we are getting into our upcoming season, OTAs, all that kind of stuff go, getting getting uh, underway. Yeah, Patriots broke some rules again. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't want to put that in the show. Who's that? The Patriots broke some rules again. They lost some practice days. OTA violations, doing hitting drills and shit. No way, I did yeah. not see that. Yeah, I mean, there's been a bunch of teams to get that, like in the last couple of years. That's why I didn't put it in. But I was like, damn, look at them breaking rules again, motherfuckers. Yeah, again, <laughs> right. That's gonna be the headline too. Patriots <laughs> break another rule. What else is new? All right, Lamar Jackson. Uh, first impression again. ESPN here um, sees his first impression on the Ravens' new offense, and what is that going to be? More throwing, more passing, less running. And his quote is less running and more throwing. What this and he's commenting on what the offense is going to allow him to do. Again, I think that's more on the weapons that they got in the off season. Why the fuck would you run the ball more when you got Zay Flowers and Odell to throw to as well? That's also a great point. It's also a great point. And I mean, obviously the injury shit we're talking about with the money and this and that, but I think it's great for Lamar. I think this is like a similar now. Vic didn't necessarily get forced into this the way that Lamar I want to say forced but Vic had to take a break from the league from other reasons come back two years later and then develop as more of a passer in the Eagles offense I can see and when he came back as a bird by the way he had some of his best passing years of his career I think Lamar is going to go through a similar transition here where it's like okay we know what you can do with your fucking legs man how about we just drop you into the pocket way more and let the let your plays with your legs just develop with the game Instead of just trying to force that shit, now we're put, adding all this wear and tear on your body, and then you're going to develop as a better passer. I feel like year one, year two in this offense, people can be like, holy shit, oh yeah, this is Lamar Jackson. Like, what the, f- we for- this, is, this is one of the best quarterbacks in college football we've seen in the last 30 years. I'd say probably top 10. What the fuck? Like, this guy broke a passing record in college. Like, I, I guarantee you it's going to click like that. And what I was talking about on the one show, people were questioning his passing ability. I was like, well, I mean, this guy doesn't get a lot of, as many 
real spread reps as these other quarterbacks do. And this is another opportunity for him to get way more spread offense, just spread it out, pass the ball across the yard reps that I don't think he was getting in that same triple option-esque three tight ends, two tight ends, two guys in the backfield type offense. That's probably going to be a lot of him and J.K. Dobbins in the backfield. Probably see Mark Andrews split out more. And, bro, I mean, Lamar Jackson with the field spread out, with having weapons, as you were saying, forcing teams to probably run some man, which they don't want to because Lamar run all over you, it could cause some problems if he uh, if he's going to throw the ball around like I think he will. So I'm hyped for Lamar. I think it's going to be real good for I also him. just love this stat here uh, in this article. Baltimore is 16-1 and when Lamar Jackson runs for 90 or more yards, but the quarterback written here from Jamison Hensley has also taken an NFL high 877 hits over the past five seasons. Damn. But, like, the thing is, like, they're 16-1 and when he run, rushes for 90 yards, and my, my exact thought is because that's when those design runs are working. He yeah. bust some design runs and shit. I guarantee you that stat will flip. Maybe it'll be 70 yards, but like 70 to 80 yards off a scramble, broken plays. That fucking pierces you on the side way worse than, you know what I mean, five yards in the cloud of us, five yards in the cloud of us, five yards in the cloud of us. Then he breaks off his spin move, making two Bengals run to each other, touchdown, Heisman shit. Like, I, I get it. But I think this way they're going to run this offense is going to be way more sustainable and low-key possibly more explosive. I also just think this is this is good that they got these weapons, not only for, like, the productivity that he's going to be able to produce, um, but more in the fact that, he has a little bit more to prove than other quarterbacks For because reason. of the money right. that he you know is saying? being paid. Right. So the fact that he has the his weapons and he's being put in a successful atmosphere, this is a chance for him to thrive with this money that he's. I mean, Shit, I just wanna, looking I, at it here, was a unanimous MVP fifty-two million per season. I mean, if Daniel Jones, what the if, fuck? if Daniel Jones won a unanimous MVP with Hollywood fucking Brown, I bet he would give fifty M's to. 52 in what? How long is the NFL season? Six months? Seven months? It's a lot of bread. <laughs> oh, my bread. God. So it's maybe deserve, here. That's deserving bread, though. No, again, for sure, for sure. I think a lot of people were, you know, maybe including myself, just a little bit skeptical on the injuries and, and him not really buying into the Ravens because he was, you know, his own agent, and we didn't know if he was going to come back to Baltimore. He didn't make it clear that he wanted to come back to Baltimore. Team wasn't really winning and 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 making playoff runs or making the playoffs without him there. So it's a clear need that he needs to be on this team for them to succeed. But at the same time, we didn't really know if he was actually bought into to the roster and and the the Baltimore Ravens. Um, There's a lot of reasons for that. Yeah, but we'll either. see as we go. I won unanimous, motherfuckers putting question marks around my name. I got my middle finger up too. True. Not a lot of people can do that in like their second, third year. You know what I'm saying, bro? We gotta remember who we talk about. A lot of people forget who they talk yeah, about and, and when it comes to Lamar Jackson. To say that like time. people, people be forgetting who they talking about when it comes to Lamar. It be blowing my mind. Like, bro. Um. All right. So I do want to bring up this stat before we move on, uh, to some, uh, baseball and the MLB. A tweet oh, here Lord. from NFL Dove Kleiman. The most turnovers, there's four guys here. The most turnovers in one score games over the past three years. This is from ESPN in the tweet. We're going to start with number four. Dak Prescott at 28. Again, oh my God. turnovers in one score games over the past three years. Number four is Dak Prescott at 28. Number three, can you guess? It's Derek Carr at mm. 29. Number two, mm. can you guess? 
It's Chargers Justin Herbert mm. at no, at thirty. And number one, this should be fucking simple for everybody. Bills quarterback Josh Allen at thirty six turnovers in one score games over the past three years. Pretty crazy stat. Now something that's interesting about I, Herbert and Herbert and Josh Allen. I feel like I've seen them throw that like third and eighteen. Yeah, I think a lot of those are coming from that. I could, but Josh Allen. Nah, he ain't off the hook. I'm talking more so about Herbie, but I've seen Josh Allen do that as well. That's why I want to add him in there. But nah, Josh, you return that pill over when it matters. And when you when you, you return that pill over when it matters, like, don't get twisted, Josh. We return that shit names, over. And when we see these guys, like Dak Prescott, like makes that. Just, oh like, yeah, just, Dak, just you return. Think, like, Dak, we turn that pill over. He's getting yelled. Yeah, he's getting yelled yeah. at. At the end of the year, he was getting yelled at for all his turnovers, mm-hmm. and he's saying, "I got to play better." Derek Carr, he returned that shit over too. He it doesn't. He doesn't really get as much media attention for the turnovers that we've seen. He don't, but he good. You look at that ticker, he good for a pick or two again. 100%. Sure. <laughs> Justin Herbert. Um, that was a little bit of a surprise. That's me what, too. A little bit of a surprise. Me too. It's, I did not think he was going to be at 30. That's a yeah, fucking, that's a little high I mean, for him. Like that's that. averaging, you know. That's a little high. In the last three years, that's averaging 10 of his interceptions in the year are in one, one, score, or one score games. Yeah. That's crazy. And then. The Josh Allen is not surprising. Everybody no, no, said, not surprising, you know, he was turnover king. Brian Dable he comes in, he stops shit. it, and then he's, his turnovers yeah. are way down, and then he leaves, and now he's back to the same old he self. Turn that shit back. Whatever. Down. But I just thought that was a crazy stat uh, just to go over with those quarterbacks. And maybe it shines light on Derek Carr here because maybe he'll be a little bit different again. Those were all, that was in Raiders gear. Maybe in Saints gear he'll be a little bit different with turning this ball over. Hopefully. Hopefully. Okay, over to the MLB. Fucked up our fucking dynasty. He did fuck up our dynasty team. (laughs) The Phillies and the Yankees, we love giving our updates here. Let's talk about Mr. Trey Turner. He is booed by Phillies fans, and the Phillies are... They are like a seesaw. They they get up on the weekends, and then during the week, they fall back down, and then they win on the weekends, and then they fall back down. It's a fucking seesaw effect. But Trey Turner in the bottom of the ninth... 5-3 5-3 against the Arizona D-backs of all teams. Runner on second. Bang. See ya. Uh, gets Phillies fans out of their out of their seats. And number one, most importantly for Trey Turner, gives him that confidence because saying, where is the World Baseball Classic Trey Turner that we saw a couple months ago that we have not really seen in a Phillies uniform? Can we clap it up for Trey Turner for going through his Philly initiation? Yeah. Everyone needs it. Everyone needs it. Everyone needs it. Bryce went through it. Alec Bone went through it. And now we have Trey Turner going through his Philly initiation. Two horrible plays. (laughs) Two horrible plays in the field. And he comes up and fans out. There was like two breaking balls in the dirt. Strikeout. Yeah, yeah. Boo his ass. Boo his ass. Welcome to Philly. I think he was like two for 20 whatever. In his last, like, 25 at-bats. Like, 0 for 20, whatever. In his last 20 at-bats. 2 for fucking... 20 on the homestand. 0 for 20, whatever, with runners in scoring position. Yeah, boo his ass. Welcome to Philly, motherfucker. And the good, th- you know you know what was funny in that article? He said his mom was saying the same. His mom said, I was booing you from the couch. I said, yeah, mom, dude, he's going to be just fired. Thing that I love, though. Terrible game. Terrible stretch for the Diamondbacks. Two outs, bottom of the ninth. B stop delivers a great at bat, gets home base, then leads to the Trey Turner at bat. Trey Turner locks in. And when he pulls that, it was a hanging fucking. I think it was a slider or a curveball. Hanging like a motherfucker. But when he pulls that bitch, it was like the same one, the home runs he was hitting the World Baseball Classic. 
It's so, his swing is so he just seems you know what I'm saying it's just a beautiful swing it reminds me of boom guys who stay low as fuck through the swing and shit I like watching that shit but we fucking suck still I mean let's just remember though like second worst second worst record in the division part of this is because he's getting paid so much over these you know I mean it's a 300 million dollar deal oh it's an adjustment it's an and, adjustment and it's an like adjustment. I, I was it's at the I was at the the Phillies uh, home opener when Bryce first signed and he Struck out like his first at bat or his first two at bats, and he's getting booed. Like, that's part of like the, field, the Philadelphia the, nature the of sports teams. It's the like, initiation. So it's funny that you brought the, brought the that up because I'm like, oh my god, like everybody goes through it. Like everybody, like every Philadelphia athlete that is expected, you know, has high expectations and doesn't perform to them, is just going to get this reaction out of these fans. Yeah, so I mean, that's just a good fucking point. pick it up too. I mean. We fucking replaced Bailey Falter for Ranger Suarez, what we thought was going to be an upgrade. And Ranger Suarez is posting a 10 ERA. Well, your boy Strom <laughs> hasn't been pitching well either. Yeah, sure. He fucking sucks. I mean, he's a reliever. He fucking sucks too. Those guys, you know how I feel about Bailey Falter and Strom. Those guys were, I just wanted to see, they're everything I wanted to see in, in, in Ranger and Taiwan. Just that little fire to begin the season, but they all fell off. And now Ranger and Taiwan are here. Taiwan, is, he's even himself out a little bit like a little and i mean a little bit um but them two specifically i need fucking pickup time for this is my guys one thing i we need to all be in spring training my last point about the phillies aaron zach we need to be spring training going 100 percent the whole time i ranger was hurt whatever we all need to be in spring training going 100 percent because this we can't pitch to start the year shit and then we start picking it up in july and shit i don't like it i want it i want guys off the on their shit day one I think we got Nola versus Dylan Dodd tonight. Are we past the point? Here's a good question for any baseball fan out there of your, you know, respective teams. Are we past the point where you can say, like, oh, it's still early. You can figure it out. This guy will figure it out. Are we past that point or are we still in that point? Nah, I don't think so. Nola last year, you know what I'm saying? A lot of guys on that team last year. I mean, I like to say fuck. And I'm not saying, but like... like like in 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 a reference to Trey Turner because it's Trey no Turner's no play I know exactly game. what you mean but he's like those figure, pitchers and, and yeah the top guys they'll figure it out a hundred percent a hundred percent I think you're right and I think it has to do I think managers think that way I think it has to probably do a wear and tear you know what I'm saying we know we're gonna be playing in October so let's just not I think as a fan it's just selfish you know when the season started and you're the most locked in that little first forty game stretch and you want to see everybody at a hundred percent and when this guy is still fucking getting warm up saying it drives you nuts. But I guarantee you, I think that's exactly what Rob Thompson's thinking. I think fucking Boone thinks the same way. You know what I mean? I, that's probably how the managers think. As a fan, selfishly not. But Yeah, we we can say all Yeah, that. you know what I'm saying? Well, speaking of uh, game-tying homers in the ninth inning. How about that? Hey, clap it, my man. Both of our hey, teams. Hey, hey. Judge. I guess it's like playing this role of I'm the best hitter in baseball. And when he hits this home run in the bottom of the ninth to tie the game against the Baltimore Orioles, who again are ahead of them in the standings, he's running back to the dugout and he's going like this with his jersey and he's hitting his chest. This is, again, days after this controversy with what he's looking with his (laughs) eyes to the Toronto Blue Jays. So we won't even fucking go there. Uh, and then Anthony Volpe, the rookie, the 22-year-old, gets his first career walk-off. Sack fly, whatever you guys want to say about that. Sack fly this, sack fly that. He gets the ice bucket on him. He gets the bubble gum tossed on him. Let him have his moment. Aaron Judge and Anthony Rizzo look like proud fathers dumping that damn ice bucket on him. But then we look at the, the very next night, last night, 
Yankees have a 5-1 to one fucking lead against this team. I, Isaiah Kiner Falefa, who everybody, including myself as Yankees fans, are ready to let this guy go last year. Anthony Volpe comes in and takes his fucking spot. What did he do last night? Triple off the wall. Two, next at bat later, two innings later, a home run, and he's trying to create this this name for himself as a role player on this team and doing the best that he can. But they blow this 5-1 to one lead, and they end up losing the game 9-6. to six. So... Uh, I saw a stat this morning of Nestor Cortez. His ERA oh, in the first four innings is like a 2.01, something like that. And then the, the rest of the way, innings five through seven or five through nine, whatever, the, the just the second half of the game, is like a 14.32 ERA. That just can't happen. Rodome, we need your fucking ass back in this lineup. Severino, like, finally, that man is back. But we got to keep you healthy. Uh, Josh Donaldson's getting ready for a rehab start this weekend. <laughs> Possibly we can see in the next week Look, or two. Look, I just saw him play. John Carlos Stanton. I Look, mean, I just saw him play too. This is just ridiculous. I'm uh, like, holy shit. But, like, not discrediting and not looking past the fact that, um, you know, we did just see a five-game win streak from this team. Should have been six. Um, and, and the Rays are starting to cool off. Let's just highlight this for a second. Uh, two nights ago, I, what's today? This is Thursday. I didn't say it at the beginning. Um, two nights ago, the Blue Jays beat the Rays 20 to one. Saw that. Now, Horned what I think is so fucking funny is I see on my TikTok feed that morning, book it with Trent and he's wearing a Blue Jays jersey and he shows a video out the window and he's like, I see a Blue Jay out the window. He's like, guys, I'm not even like trying to do this because I'm wearing the jersey. I just was wearing this today, and I see this, and there's a Blue Jay outside. Mm. I'm nuking. Five-unit max nuking the Blue Jays. And then they win 21. So then That's he's like, this hilarious. is what's crazy about sports betting. You can spend <clears throat> hours in the lab like trying to get the exact play, but then I'm in a Blue Jays jersey, and I see a Blue Jay out the window, and I nuke the Blue Jays, and they kill them 20-1. to 1. Mm-hmm. It's a sign. It's a sign. Fact. So just thought that was funny. It's funny, too. You said about the, the, the fucking Yankees, about the 16 win streak, and it's funny. The Phillies need something like that, too, but I was going to give that shit back. Like, where is the consistency from our teams, bro? Where is it? I just want to have, like, a nice little maybe even three-game win streak, lose one, four-game win streak, lose two, five-game win streak. I'll be cool with that. Can I get some consistent And baseball? you guys have to go to Atlanta now. Bro, Atlanta, New York. Oh, man. Like I said, we got Nola versus Dodd. I will tell you I think what. I see Willard next. No team in the MLB has a tougher, is in my opinion, has a tougher schedule in the month of June. Than the New York Mets. I mean, what it is have? Braves, 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 uh, Cardinals, uh, Phillies. Uh, um, they have a grueling schedule. I like where we. I like. You know, I think Trey Turner might have might have Trey Turner and Alec Bone for the walk off might have um, catapulted us into like a very important run we're about to go into the season because struggling a shit ton, get that boost of momentum. Now it's like two of the biggest series to start the season, kind of type shit. Braves and Mets gotta take some off these teams, or it's it's people are gonna start getting loud. It doesn't really fucking matter, but I think they're gonna go into this with like a hella momentum, hella motivation, just to prove a fucking point. And these next couple, these next weeks, gonna be a big one to file for all Phillies fans, I believe. I just want to tell you the schedule that the Mets have for the month of June, starting in on June first. This is the end of the three game set with the Phillies. That's that's so technically that's June first. You get one game there, mm. then you get three against Toronto. Mm. Then three in Atlanta, mm. followed by three in Pittsburgh. Who, mm. 
maybe last year you'd be saying, oh, that's a sweep. Nope. No, 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 no. Idea. Not this Rich year. Rich Hill might get you a win. Then Fucking back. Rich then, Hill. And then home against uh, the Yankees for two games in the Subway Series. One Damn. of them on a, on a Wednesday ESPN you know, game. We know that's at least a split. Then three home against St. Louis. Damn. That's still tough, too. Damn. Then you go three in Houston Damn. against the defending champs. Then three in Philadelphia. Damn. Followed by four in Milwaukee. Damn. And you close the month of June, Friday, June 30th, against home against the San Francisco Giants. That is one tough and that's fucking the Mets. month. That's the Mets. That's the Mets. Hmm. We're going to learn if after, after this month of June, we are going to learn if this team has a playoff spot or if this team is out early. It might be the moving month. The <laughs> Phillies going to win this series versus the Braves. Get some momentum. The Mets start to fall. I'm telling you what. Hey, Frank We've the Tank. We've seen this movie before. If Frank the Tank is out there, I feel so bad for you We've and your Mets. We've seen this movie you know before, what? Frankie. I can't wait to watch your videos. Every fucking day of this grueling month of June because the Mets, I mean, I, I'm throwing in the t- Can I wave the white flag We've seen for the it Mets? Before, Frankie. We've seen it before. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Have, had, had to bring that up. Um, okay. That's huge for everything we got going on in Philly, though. That is very, very big. <clears throat> Houston, St. Louis, Toronto. Twice. <laughs> Yankees, twice. Phillies, twice. Phillies twice. Yeah. Bro. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the NHL here. Oh my God! What what's the first one? The first one here is is Pabrasi because he's oh just and and your guy. Yeah, bro. we'll get to him in a second. But oh my God, um, this guy Sergei Pabrasi has just been playing lights out this entire playoffs, and I think people still need to understand that this team was about to miss the playoffs. And they've made it this far. They had the 17th best record. I heard that last night and got mind blown. They had only 16 teams get in the... Oh, my God. They've been just stealing coin, bro. Like just they, all they, of it. They have just been... Like, can we still remember now heading to the Stanley Cup Final, this team was down 3-1 to one after losing 6-2 to go down 3-1. I mean... This it was all hope was lost for these guys. All hope was lost. Roski played an unbelievable series, winning 4-0 in this uh, Eastern Conference Final. I do want to say this crazy thing. I saw this thing. I believe Full Send Hockey or Instagram had this stat. Um, he loses like ten pounds a game. I believe it from sweating and all this kind of stuff. I, believe it. I wonder if that's like that for regular goaltenders. Um. One thing I want to discuss um, before we get into uh, where is it? before we get into uh, you know Matthew Kachuk and this insane series that he had to boost his his team to the Stanley Cup final, I want to talk about the Carolina Hurricanes head coach Rod Brindamore and what he said in the press conference last night. And if you didn't, you got to go watch this clip because he had said, and I get it heat of the moment, right? Your team was in it for a lot of these games, and it just didn't go your way. That's kind of what he was trying to say. But he's like, his quote was like, yeah, it on paper, it looks like we got swept, but like we didn't get swept in this series. No, you did, because you lost four games to zero. Yeah, you got swept. Yeah, I fi- you got like, yo, swept. Don't say that. Two, Don't say that. Nah. You got swept. Oh my god, I feel him, because they are coin stealers. Game two, they were better. <laughs> game three, they were better. No, 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 I can't Game two, they're better, and I you can. Mm, uh, it just it's the fact. 
no, they got swept. They got swept. I do understand what he's saying, though. Because, God damn, I'm watching 39 shots just get fucking eaten alive. That's just Brooks and, being and, 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 and Florida just gets five opportunities a period, and they just cash in. What's the what's the dude's name? My guy now, Dukill or Du? What's his name? Duclair. Jesus fuck. Let's, Duclair. let's just get it to Duclair. Duclair's gonna body somebody. They had one go. He bodied somebody. Pass, pass, pass. What happened? That? that was like their first shot of the period. I'm sitting there like, yo, we've had a fucking power play. We've had like two hit saved by Robots. How they lost last night? Power bro, play. Late power play. Bro, I I do feel him. But we don't say that. We don't say that. It's four out, dude. We like don't I say get that. it. I get it. Things didn't go your way, and that's what he said. Because he did, he, he they are they are they are the top coin stealers. He did say he said, you know, this very well could have gone the other way. Oh, oh I mean, a lot of overtime winners, and for sure. But hey, it fucking Brother. did. It fucking <laughs> did it, and you nah, lost you're four so up. right. Yo, they've stolen so much coin. After game one, I was I pushed the chips in on Carolina, and every time they <laughs> lost, I just fucking went back and went back and went back. And what I did last night, at soon as soon as game, I mean, it was like the score would go over like two seconds left or three seconds left. I'm fucking livid. I just completely tilt bet Panthers to win the cup, Nuggets to win the finals. I have not bet Florida once. In this entire cup playoffs, I, they have stolen so much coin from me. Matter of fact, my top three coin stealers this playoffs, it got to go Carolina, Edmonton. Edmonton's just, oh my, just stolen the entire lot. And then I'm just going to put Florida in there because they beat me in other series as well. They owe me one. Your man Kachuk, Bobrovsky, we, I, we'll get to Duclair. I want to talk about. Um, they all owe me one. Just wanna, one series. Oh, who's in, um, Sam Bennett? Tough. You owe me one because you've been killing me. Just give me one series. Get my coin back. I want to talk about uh, Brooks Kepka too. Um, nothing to do with the PGA Championship. Oh no, we went the game. I spilled this fucking thing talking about the He um. So Sunday, let's just let's front office sports. Let's just talk about what the South Florida native Brooks Kepka had in his week. Sunday, he wins the PGA Championship for three million dollars. Monday attends Panthers Canes game three. Tuesday attends Heat Celtics game four. Wednesday watches his Panthers clinch the Stanley Cup berth. Pretty, pretty cool stuff there. Tough. Let's do some statistics here before we move on with Matt, Matthew Kachuk in the Eastern Conference Final. What a series by the young lad. Game one, four overtime game-winning goal. Game two, overtime game-winning goal. Game three, assisted on the winning goal. And game four scored the winning goal with four seconds left to send his team to the Stanley Cup final. What an unbelievable clutch player and clutch performer that is. Bro, I swear, I swear to God, bro, because he's stolen so much coin. If he doesn't get right, if he doesn't get right next week, bro, I'm a, oh my God. Him, I'm telling you, him, Bobrovsky, Sam Bennett, Duclair, all four of y'all. I need y'all locked in, or it's gonna be real problems. I swear, because every time I bet against them, holy shit, it's it's dry settle and it's dry settle and fucking McDavid. I swear to Christ, I know Vegas is cool and all, but I I don't know. They, they got to they got to be one of the hottest teams going to the Stanley Cup final of all fucking time. Right. Well, and on the other side of the coast, in the West Coast, the Stars and 
the Vegas Golden Knights. Jamie Benn is suspended two games for his cross check on Mark Stone, which was just an ugly. That was uh, fucking egregious. Not I had, I had Dallas Stars that night. I knew as soon as that fucking happened, game over. Because they, they're another fucking team. Just like the Carolina Panthers, by the way. Why is someone getting hurt in the first three minutes every game? Why? I had, Both of these teams, bro. Why? I had Stars to score first in that game, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they, like, I'm just. Even score. Yo, and this, they even score. Yo, that fucker, he did it in front of the ref? In front of the camera, Bro. like you're just watching the game. I'm like, I, I, I didn't. I, I was like, how about having, how about having the audacity to say that I fell on him? Nah, not, that was, yeah, that was full force. <laughs> yeah. That was. I, I I'm was trying like, to what? hurt somebody. I was like, what? The? Look again, heat of the moment. Trying 100%. to get his whole point was, you know, I, I, my whole thing is I'm trying to, uh, you know, spark something from my team. We we were down one early. Mm-hmm. Try to get back in it. But that's just not a hockey play. And now your team's down 3-0, and you're gone for two of those games. So game four and game five, you're gone. So that means you need to hope that your team can force a game six for your sorry ass to play again? Fuck out of here. Bennington looked like fucking shit. Vegas, we will see you in Florida. Okay? Well, Bennington had like three goals in three yeah, minutes in that game. It's just, just a joke. Did you see um the dude? Did you where'd you watch Carolina game? Yeah. See the dude Nate just take the fucking puck off the like literally the ACL. Oh, uh, yeah. And then come back. Mm-hmm. Bro, I was like, what the fuck? It's my favorite part about uh, <laughs> like, actually what the fuck playoff hockey is seeing how these guys are just warriors, but then when their team gets eliminated. You just see what they're dealing uh, with. Torn ACL. I had to be skating bro. on broken toes. Broke, like, oh my god. So, uh, yeah, for the Vegas for this Vegas Stars uh, series, real quick. This this is over. I mean, this is kind of like yeah, this. This is like the the Heat Nuggets series. I mean, sorry, Heat Nuggets series. That's what it might I mean, be. Both of them. I mean, um, yeah, for yeah. the for the Heat Celtics series, um, like we could see Vegas drop one tonight, and just like Jimmy Butler did. Vegas is going to be sitting there just laughing it off. Oh, we are not worried. Same thing. Same thing for this Vegas series. They very well could easily lose this one, three one, but it's a, it's not going to matter because they're going to you know Vegas is going to win Game Five anyway. So it, it's Vegas and Florida, and and my picks Florida. Uh, I also just want to see the underdog. Am I like that with the Heat? Fuck no. Fuck no. But all right, let's move on. Like speaking of, what a segue by the kid. They didn't even know that was what was actually next, but. Uh, Heat's game four loss. What this was? Uh, what what what's what's Jimmy Butler's reaction? We're just laughing. We're fine. I'm not worried about it. So everything's yeah, gonna be team. all right. He says. I fuck with that, and you know what? Everyone, me included, was like, "This is the series that if anything's gonna happen, we're talking that three zero shit. If anything weird's gonna happen, it's just like the perfect book for the series. The eight seeds up three zero. The favorites down. You know, JT, Jalen Brown. Why? What the fuck's going on here? To get a game back? Uh oh. You kind of like. I love Jimmy Butler so much because I don't think there's another guy in the NBA right now that I would actually want to rock with on my side besides Jimmy Butler. He just seems to have the perfect demeanor in every fucking situation. The games where he needs to have 45, he's in that dog mode. No, get out of my way. I'm not coming out the game. No one else is getting a shot. Like, we've seen those games he had versus the Bucks, et cetera. 
you see him take a different step injured versus the Knicks. Now he's playing kind of a supporting role. I'm going to still get my 25. I got to let other guys get off. Now we got to let Max Strews get off. We got to let Bam have his games. Now I'm kind of playing that like father figure kind of alpha role. Now he's kind of back in. All right, we're up 3 0. I got some guys with me that might be like, ah, we're the worst team. We might. Nah, fuck all that. Everything's all right. I th- that's what I was talking about with why Joel Embiid and him worked well, so well together. I think he's just the perfect teammate to have with you to go to war. I don't think, I really can't think of anybody else, not necessarily skill-wise. I'm just saying necessarily just as, as a teammate, as someone I want to rock with, I don't think there's anybody else in the league I want to rock with besides Jimmy Butler, to be completely honest. Well, in terms of this whole everything's going to be a right thing, they still have to go to Boston. It's all good, bro. It's all good. Like if I'm if I'm Jason Tatum, if I'm Jalen Brown, if oh, I'm they're these, they're looking to chop. If I'm these Boston fans. I'm like a hyena, right? Because because exactly because what they're saying, they're oh, we just get this one in Boston. Then they're shitting their pants. Right, not in our house. Right, and rightfully so. If they do win this game, I would be kind of shitting my pants if I'm a Heat fan. Uh, we got Jimmy Butler. I don't know. I, I I do really think this is like the series, one series of all time where it could, this weird shit could happen. It kind of has that feeling of where. When uh the Celt- I mean not Celtics the Cavs came back three one, it just had that kind of feeling where it was like this could just happen and it, it takes we'll see the next game obviously they win but there was something about that game five Celtics Warriors just seeing the attitude that Kyrie and LeBron had both of them just going to get their forty every night you could you saw that really early on in game five it was going to be like that they were like this is on us. If if the Celtics come out, and I, I mean, it might not be their game, but if I could tell, if we could tell that JT and JB are like, no, 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 we're living and dying by our shot profile, by us running and gunning, we're still going to run the offense, but me and J, me, JT and JB, we're going to have to get our 30 at night, and we're going to go for it. If they had that attitude, it could get scary. It could get scary. But Celtics the, are in a prime spot here. To do that, to do that. To do that, but I, I think I think I'm with Jimmy. I think I, maybe it's just his leadership. So I think it's all gonna be all this, right. Um, this bet, PFT commentator, he is does part of my take with Barstool Big Cat, and he put both teams were up three zero in their respective series. Panthers, Heat. He puts ten thousand on a parlay that's like minus nine hundred. For both of those two teams to advance. Oh my god. Ten thousand to win one thousand. And then his whole point's like, Oh, you know, like you make a you get a free rack. In one week you get like another percent of your money or whatever. I just, I like like I in the statistic understand. terms like, I do understand. Like, it's like it's like, you know, putting uh ten grand on a stock and then two days later you make a thousand, I pull out. Oh, I made a thousand in two days. Whatever. Whoa. Right? Whoa. Something like that. Now to the sports betting eye, that makes no sense. No, because you know how this shit works. And then when they lose, he's like bugging the fuck out because he's like, well, they're like, oh, what we're saying here, we're going back to Boston. And to your point exactly, it's like this perfect story ever that could happen. You have the the eight seed that is just leading 3-0 has had an unbelievable performance in these playoffs. And then you have the favorite that... Kind of like he's, you know, shaky a little bit. Tougher to get through the Sixers. Now you're down 3-0. The Hawks took two off of them. 100%. You get 3-1 now, but then we get to go back home, and we can just force game six, and then look, we just got to win one more, and then we're back here for game seven. So now I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, uh-oh. Bro, I'm I'm telling you, if you ever need a reminder, watch what LeBron and Kyrie did to close five, six, seven. 
Tatum and JB are going to do the same damn thing, and you're going to be able to tell, I promise you, like the first two quarters. Unless JT does this thing where he has, uh, let's not talk about the Sixers series, but you know what I'm saying. Unless he wants to do that fourth quarter shit again. Fuck you for that, but still not recovered from that. But. Yeah, well, speaking of, um, speaking of LeBron, the Lakers are done. Four-game sweep. Really thought they were going to pull Can we out. actually, my fault. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to actually put a mistake on that. Let's clap it up for the Nuggets for sweeping the fucking Lakers. Because everybody leading with the fucking Lakers, me included. Me included. God damn. Jokic is a fucking problem. My fault, gang. You got it. Five or six last you five got six it, games. Bro. Five of them you, are triple doubles. Every step back threes, every single game with the shot clock going down. You got it, gang. You know what I'm Who's saying? That my guy? You got it, gang. Shooting like 50 50. Like 50 50 90, damn near 50 49. I mean, it's definitely over 50 40 90, but he's fucking, it, it, he's insane. I, my fault, ganger. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it all out the way. My guy got his MVP, got your MVPs. He still gave you 50. He's probably still going to mash you every matchup, but you probably might have the edge overall. All good. Jamal Murray, he's 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 a coin stealer too because he loves to have. Can I just stuff. say this though? But Remember? he's a fucking stud as well. One last name I want to say that doesn't get enough credit, and I was actually Aaron Gordon's a fucking gigantic piece on the championship team. A guy that's that long, plays that good defense, can rebound. Obviously, I had to work on three point shot, but he can bring the ball up as well, passes very well. Just an insane piece. Like, there's a lot of shit that we had to clap about the Nuggets, and I had to get that shit out the way. I just remember saying a week ago, and that, you know, D'Angelo Russell has to be the guy <laughs> to step up. <laughs> Where where'd you go? Step down. Where, where did you go? He stepped, he stepped down. I mean, we didn't see you. We didn't see you. It's like I'm seeing that picture of fucking Steph Curry like sitting on the bench like this and he's just glaring at Jordan Poole looking up at him. And they're like, Oh, Jordan Poole's done. Well, to Angela Russell, well what 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 happened? This is a moment where we needed you to He said what apart. happened. Like, <laughs> <laughs> where did you go? Where where did you go? I'm watching these games. I'm like, I look like an idiot. I thought that was a great fucking take, and you just completely proved me wrong. No, it was because they're like they're like 15 in the playoffs when he scores 16 points or more. That was 100 percent the take. I was right with you. He just fucking hopped in his in his bag, and I was just trying to promote that fucking drink brand. Go drink code or whatever it is. Code for yeah, these code yeah, five. Whatever or, it is. Yeah. And that you know that's some fire marketing, by the way. I got it. Tip my cap to code. How about when they when they were like. Trying to take him, get him to not put. Well, that was that. I guarantee you, they set that up, and that was just brilliant marketing. Yeah, brilliant marketing. And then they're like, "Well, let's find him." But let's talk about LeBron. Do you? I'm gonna say, do you think LeBron is going to retire? No, I think this is all media work. But again, hey, when you get swept mentally, you're like, "Fuck, man!" Like another, another, you know, off season where it's not really that long of an off season, and then but I gotta continue to work so my body's ready to go. So I'm not really, it's not really an off season because I'm gonna be, we're still working every day. And that's the key words you just said right there, body. I think this is one of the first times where LeBron really is starting to question his body. I the think ankle. also mentally too. Oh, hundred percent. That ties in. Gr- like Traveling eighty-two fucking games. What the media is gonna say about me if I don't play fucking you know more than sixty-five games in a season? Right, right. I think this is really the first time though. He's he's really. You gotta think there was when he was, I think it was his first year, first or second year with the Lakers. He had the Marcus Smart thing happen where he fucked his ankle up, fucked his ankle up again this year. I think this is the first time he's really had one of those lingering, I'm getting older injuries. And first of all, I think he's coming back. But I think it's just human nature. Let's say in the last four years of your golf career, 
you tweaked your hit twice. You know what I'm saying? Try to win this tournament, came up short twice, won it once. Actually, won it once, came up short the second time, getting older. You going to think, like, damn, should I just chill? He probably just in the bunch of conference thinking out loud. He a businessman. You know what he done. Chime, oh, yeah. First headline. What can the Lakers do to make sure LeBron can come back? He ain't no dummy. That's also he ain't no dummy. I, this is very natural, and this is a very nice. I, I think I mean, people can say it's a chess move. I think it's pretty natural. It could be a chess move too. I think this is very human nature. He's thirty eight years old. He's thirty eight years old. I don't, I'm I'm not the least. I was never the least bit surprised that he even considered retirement. Well, I'm just, I'm surprised every day I see this motherfucker still playing basketball. So I think this is very much human nature, but he could also be playing chess and he's trying to get some pieces in here in place to make another run at it. I would love to see LeBron keep going, but we got to accept the fact this motherfucker is 38 and it is, it is, you know what I'm saying? He's still running down there, dunking on folk, trying to drop 45 in elimination games, as we all seen. Like, Let's also remember. He's a human. What he said, what LeBron said months ago, I'm playing with my son. And then I'm done. That's it. Told us. So we already heard that, and now Bronny's going to USC. So you have to, you have to kind of like hope that he's a one and done. And then he goes and plays with his dad somewhere, and then LeBron's done before the age forty. Done. Fine. Get his ass finally some rest. But at this point, is a little bit of marketing, maybe slightly, but I think more of it is like. He's already starting to think of all the shit that goes into the season, and it's not really going to be an off season because I got to do all this work to make sure that I'm ready to continue to go. He don't and if have, I have he to, don't ever have an off season. No, not at all. Ever, and if I have to do fucking, you know, two more years, technically speaking, I mean, uh, he would be forty then. Then you know, I got to be ready, and it's it's well, travel and away from the family, his daughter, his wife, and all this kind of stuff. So a lot goes into that, and. You know, obviously, everybody knows that's a, the questions that are going to be asked. But at the same time, let the man just think on his fucking he own, can man. Really, it's crazy, though, because he could really still play. Like, he has five years in him, bro. I know he does. That's crazy, though. Bro, game, what was it, game four, game three, when he had 40, 40, 10, and 10? Like, he was just, I, I, he was literally conserving that. I know he was. He was literally conserving that. It ain't going nowhere. I think a lot of that shit had to do with his health this year. I feel like if he was 100%, things could have been a little different, but I think LeBron got years in him. I think LeBron might play with Bronny for a little bit. I think, I don't know. I mean, he's not Brett Favre, but we saw Brett Favre retire like twice. Facts. Man. Tom Brady, like. Let's, I mean, I want to say this. Um, I don't think Bron done. I think it's just human nature. He's like, damn, I'm getting old. There was there were some things that I saw on. I just got swept by Jokic. What the fuck? Like I'm getting old. Colin Coward had said, you know, there's some teams out there that are win now teams, and you know how he has some crazy takes. And he says, well, one of the teams that is a win now team is the Golden State Warriors, and they're a piece away. So he says his whole trade proposal, one that is a, a slightly different than that. Is what your boy Nick Wright says. So here's a tweet. My boy from Dr. Guru. Nick Wright proposes a trade between the Lakers and the Warriors. LeBron James goes to the Golden State Warriors in return for Jordan Poole, Jonathan Kaminga, and Moses Moody. Yeah. (laughs) And then you got you got fucking both of them. You got Nick Wright and Colin Coward on different shows saying like Explaining the roster. Draymond, Clay, Steph, uh, 
LeBron. LeBron. It's not happening. (laughs) Looney. And then they're like, uh, that's a win now team. All right. They are so. I'm looking at that. I'm like, I'm laughing to myself because that's just not happening. They are so good at trying to like. Stir the pot. Oh my God. They're so good at it, bro. That shit's fucking hilarious. I, I think that shit, that shit's a real skill. That shit's fucking funny. I mean, regardless, he's going to where, like, wherever Bronny ends up. So, like, that's I think he might either go hot sick. I think LeBron 100% finishes his career in Miami or Cleveland. And I it's got to be Cleveland. Eileen, Miami. I think he owes Pat Riley a favor. I think he was supposed to deliver Pat Riley a little more championships than that. And I think he owes Pat Riley a favor. And I think he's going to end his career Let's in fuck Miami. It. Why don't we stamp that? Let's stamp that. <laughs> I think he's going to end his career in Miami. I don't know if he's going to give him another chip, but I think he owes him a little favor. 100%. Uh, that's our show for you all today. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have been watching on YouTube, make sure to drop a like, comment, and do not forget to hit that subscribe button uh, for our audio platforms down below, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Again, give us those ratings. They do help our audio platforms go longer and further than you will ever know. Our social media platforms, if you are not already following, our Twitter is at ADED Podcast, our Instagram at ADED Pod, and our TikTok. Oh, no, I hit the wrong button. Fuck I'm going to have to cut that it. shit out. Ah, you want to leave that one? I hate that one. I hit fuck. both at the same time. That's just not happening. Uh, I'm not happening. Um well, our intro music is kind of, our outro music is kind of fucked up today. So we'll see you on the next one. You've been listening to the All Day Everyday Fuck Show it. with All Day AJ and Manny Ruffin. My name is Alex Jacobs, but you can call me All Day AJ. Well, no, no fucking outro music. We'll see you on the next one. See you guys. Fuck <laughs> it. That's hilarious.